This could get so out of control. One of the best inventions in the world. I'm excited. You're not even really answering the question. So big. Who the hell is this guy? Hey, cowboy. Son of a bitch. Too fast, too furious. Holy fuck, but I don't use Google. 99% of the time, it's probably not true. I'm a pain in the ass. Oh, I watched last night. I mean, I didn't watch last night. You're supposed to hate them. Welcome to Prudent Podcast with your hosts, Candace and Jacob. Yes, we are back. Feels good to be back once again and so close together. Episode number 16, Prudent Podcast with my co-host here, Jacob. Are you alive, awake? Somewhat, somewhat. It's fantastic to do back-to-back episodes, back-to-back weeks. And it's like we're giving back to the audience. Here we go. <laughs> we're, we're overloading you guys with uh, your listening pleasure. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Some so, people uh, take breaks at the end of the year, and we are just starting back up at the end of the year. That's how we it's, do. It's opposite. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right. Oh, goodness. This is going to be a good show. Um, mm-hmm. Likely be heard by y'all after Christmas, but... I'm fully in Christmas mode as today I am doing my wrapping and not like Eminem wrapping, like <laughs> wrapping fucking gifts. Right. Do I sound excited? No, Mm-mm. not at all. But it's okay because then when everybody hears this, it's going to be uh, the day, two days before New Year's. So yeah. everybody's going to be in totally different moods. Mm-hmm. You know? like, like moods between Christmas and New Year, like everybody's anticipating Christmas. I know. You know, and, and, and that break in between. But by the time they hear this episode, it's going to be like, oh, man, I got I only got a couple more days. and I got to go back to work in January. Yeah. After I drink a whole bunch and have a party. For New Year's. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, here we about are. That the other day about actually specifically moods around this time of year and the holiday season and how kind everyone is out in public. And, you know, come January. Um people just absolutely start acting like fools and they're rude and all the things. But mm-hmm. you know, the month of December creates really a lot of happiness in uh, a lot of people. So uh, my mood stays pretty consistent <laughs> all through the year. I don't get happier around Christmas. It does make me happy though, to see my kids happy. So mm-hmm. there's that. Well, I, I you know, same for me. Like it doesn't matter really. Like it's it's all it's all the same. But I like Christmas. I just don't I don't like Christmas being. Um, and we talked about this before. I don't need all that Christmas stuff in November because I think it gets overplayed. So if I did all that Christmas stuff starting November first, like listening to Christmas music, set up my tree and shit, <laughs> by now I'd be burned out and be like, "Fuck this." Yeah. You know? But true. but I started late. Like I, I like we set the Christmas tree at the beginning of December, and like. I didn't get into the whole Christmas spirit until just before, um, like a couple of weeks before, and I started getting into it, the whole gifts, the whole elf on the shelf and shit. Ah. I get into that a little bit for a couple of weeks and just get all that out of my system because I like to enjoy the holiday. I, Christmas is my favorite, so <clears throat> I like mm-hmm. to enjoy it. Just and not for all the reasons for the you know, we do a lot of conspiracy theory and all that other stuff. Like I understand all the meaning behind it, with it, around it, whatever. But it's it's um, the nostalgia of the holiday that I like to celebrate. And yeah, yeah. after that, by my birthday, uh, by January 8th, uh, this shit will be torn down, put away and back to normal. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, I, I like to get excited for this thing, but what doesn't excite me is going in public 
around this time, which I have oh. to do to uh, all, like the next couple of days, and, and and go out to the store and actually see people. I'm not a big fan, especially right now. People drive like garbage, and mm-hmm. uh, for me, I like driving. I don't like when people don't know how to drive. It's, you, we've had this discussion. It's it's fucking yes. bullshit. It's even worse now because all the old people are out and all the crazy people in a hurry <laughs> are out. Everybody's just going everywhere, not paying attention. So it's annoying as shit. It, it kind of is, yeah. I, I honestly, though, will say that I don't find it as busy this year, probably because most people are doing shit online. Yeah. I don't know. Or I can I blame Trudeau. That busy. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody has could, money. Yeah, that's a good point. So, I don't know. Um, I wanted to clear up. I said something. I mispronounced a gentleman's name on last episode. I'm sure no one is listening to that. <laughs> However, I do want to uh, validate myself because I really don't like when my name is spelled or pronounced incorrectly. So, um, Boomin Lag. His name is Arms Boomin Lag. And I pronounced it incorrectly. My apologies. And let's move on. This could be a good show. I'm excited about it because I think I'm gonna learn some stuff from you. Oh, oh man. Okay. Oh wow. We um nice, nice of you to touch on that from the last episode. Um, mm-hmm. before we get to our, our 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 fantastic episode today, which is more informative and less less uh, you, you know to the point like we did last time. Um, mm-hmm. quick little tidbit because as the show's happening, of course, we are working in real time. Um. I don't know if this might interest you, but something's happening uh, with my, one of my former guests on my show. Um, I don't know if you know the Conjacks. They've been on my show twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a, they had a song out, one of the biggest songs that they put out uh, a couple years ago on, on YouTube called Out of the Blue. And this is a, this is a music-related thing. And let me know what you think of this. Uh, they okay. put out a song a couple years ago. And uh, this week, uh, Pink Floyd... Decided to copyright uh, strike their uh, these guys' song because it has a similar title. So mm. these guys woke up one day this week, and Pink Floyd decided to you know what? Uh, now your song is copyrighted by us partially for infringement. Oh my goodness! So they take all their um, whatever the uh, part part of their uh, uh, earnings on YouTube. So these guys weren't happy when they woke up because they're independent artists. They don't even have a Spotify. They just sell their music directly. So oh my woke up to Pink Floyd being a bitches and uh, looks and in, in real time. If you're somebody and you wake up and somebody infringes on, on your creation, that is infuriating. Okay. Like, what do you do? Like somebody, you know, just decided to, you know what? Yours is like mine. So I'm taking it. Hmm. And especially with a big name like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, comparing if, some, if Joe Rogan came over to my show and be like, hey, you know what? I like your name and now it's mine. Like, n- no. You know what I mean? Like, that's uh, that's kind of what happened here. And I guess in real time right now, it looks like YouTube made the mistake and it is being corrected and they actually want to be back on the show. But sure. they uh, that's an insane story. Um, like, can you imagine a giant, giant, no, you know, influencer going like, "Hey, think. no, it's mine." And then how you deal with that as an independent right. person? You have the resources. Like, what do you do? Like, it's crazy to think. Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, they 
prevail and uh it's a learning curve uh mm -hmm. not to say that it's you know they're they're faulted for it but i i hope that um wow pink floyd eh yeah motherfucker that sucks <laughs> yeah and, and it's <laughs> you know it, it's it's crazy but i think it's a it's a youtube error so they'll be okay but it's just like they should be ready for shit like this i guess I don't yeah know. sure yeah I don't well know. they will be now <laughs> yeah yeah, it's, it's up to it's, anyone making independent music uh fucking watch your back yeah. right? or, or podcasts like people ass. you know trouncing on 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 you know you know what you're doing and copying and and even utilizing what you've done it's it still sucks i think it's how you i mean take it if there were something monetarily taken from me or uh defamation of my character taken from me i mean you you will argue that that is valid but i mm. don't feel that way um, it's all how you take it. Yep. It's all how you perceive it. I think with, with the musical group, it's different. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's a bunch yeah. of people affected by it. They thought they were being creative and now they're getting, you know, it's, that's getting taken away from them. Mm -hmm. Um, I use my things as fuel, just, it'll just spear me further, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, good. I, yeah. You know how it is. Anything that uh, violates creative works for me is uh, yes, yeah, it's fuel that. for the fire because I hate that shit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, all right. Uh, what else is going on? What is new out there in the world? Or Candace, besides all this nonsense we're dealing with uh, locally. Um, oh, the, the government uh, is still is pushing that C11 bill. I don't know if you noticed. Yes. Yeah, Indeed even it's so bad that YouTube is literally running ads against the Canadian government. Did mm -hmm. you see that? Mm -hmm. YouTube yeah. itself is like, fuck this bill. You will not be able to do your own thing. So like mm -hmm. if, if YouTube is saying, telling you you're yeah. going to be limited, uh, then that should tell you something. And those guys mm -hmm. are uh, censors of shit. <laughs> like they already censor everything on YouTube. Like, And then they they're sure saying do. it's going to get worse. So that should tell you something. Yeah, it's uh, still being pushed, and I'm still resisting. So mm -hmm. that's bad. Um, I just I want to give a really big shout out to my partner for talking about what was going on in my life. Um, my partner for Local Fest, we were able to raise um just over seven thousand dollars for Noah's house. Oh, uh, which is. Yeah, which is a um, youth mental health organization supporting youth that, um, you know, need an outlet, need um, counseling, need just a community to hang out with and event. So we decided to, back in the summer, throw, well, we did it in December, but we started in the summer to... Um, start this really big venture of creating a fun family filled event day um, to raise money and awareness for this organization. So I'm proud to say, yeah, we raised just over 7,000. So applaud to my partner and I for that. And um, looking forward to possibly doing more in the future. So Fantastic. that's about all. Yeah. No, fantastic. And of course, uh, Hello Hello World podcast was a part of that. So go check that out because uh, 
you know, before you're one of the creators and mm-hmm. the influencers and sponsors and everything else. So yeah. go check out the show. What episode are you on, by the way, on your show? Um, 77. Oh, shit. Man. 77. I, and, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I have close to close to 100 recorded at this point. So doing good. I'm, I'm proud of myself for continuing on this journey um, as, I don't want to say difficult, but as um, trying as it is sometimes and, and things of that sort. Um, and you are on, what, episode 1 billion. Nah, Three years like in the making. <laughs> well, you got to start re- releasing these things like Jacob style, like every couple of days, like business, business, business. Yeah, I should. <laughs> yeah. I should definitely should do two shows a week next next year. It's just, yeah. you know, time consuming and it is extremely energy consuming. And that is not a complaint. It's just a fact. But yep. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. I think we're both headed in a really good direction for 2023 and mm-hmm. i'm going to be 40 next year and i'm really excited about that oh woohoo! bunch of kids yep. 40. <laughs> i remember back when i turned um, 40. Literally. yeah what two like, years ago yes <laughs> <laughs> i'm like i've always been Look, I wanted to be 30 and now I want to be 40. I feel my best years are going to be in my 40s and 50s and 60s. You say that now when the back pain kicks in. <laughs> <laughs> I already have fucking back pain. It gets worse. Just stretch. Stretch. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is what it is. It's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's that's good. That's good. It's going to be a fun year. I'm sure it's going to be a fun year. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, 2023 is going to be a fantastic year for... Well, obviously, both of our projects, um, I'm excited to see. I need you to saturate the market and take over yeah. the whole YQG area with your show. That'll be fantastic. Uh, and I definitely look forward to that because, uh, you know, it's just necessary. And, uh, yeah, we'll be working on some local stuff next year. I'm sure I'm sure this show will uh, hit some crazy marks in itself. And, yeah, just kind of kind of the outlook for next year. I got a bunch of stuff. Plan. Do I have anything recorded for next year? No, I don't. But that's that's kind of the plan. I'm working on some surprises and mm-hmm. and some other cool stuff. You know, I like to uh, do random shit. But I have a story for you because I actually waited till this episode because last episode was packed with a whole bunch of crap. <clears throat> and I promise you uh, personally that I would tell you this story because is it um, about garbage can? No, it's not because that's, <laughs> okay. Don't don't hate. That was a fun story, okay? It was, uh, <laughs> I'm asking if they came back. I want to know. No, it's about um, I left you hanging way back in the beginning of this year of our recording about Big Brother and yep. then who I was supposed to be on my show. <laughs> and then something happened like last month and I told you uh, kind of uh, my connection to that event, yes. Celebrity Death. Yes. I want to talk about it real quick. So kind of fill okay. in the audience. And kind of give you more detail on that. <clears throat> because at the very beginning, because I don't know if I told you who was supposed to be on my show way back when. I don't know. I don't, I don't remember our conversation 100%. But we, you, you were excited about Big Brother, Celebrity Big Brother way back at the beginning. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. This person's going to be on my show. And it was supposed to be Lamar Odom. Oh. Yeah. Lamar Odom wow. was supposed to be on my show. And I had him scheduled. And we were just working out stuff with the PR company. Mm-hmm 
and uh, whatever. And um, so I was just waiting for him to do, which I wasn't supposed to talk about at that time. Right. He was doing a, a second show uh, right after Celebrity Big Brother, and then he was supposed to do a book thing, and then he was supposed to come on the show. Yes, he did book. write a book, and I have it, and I haven't read it yet, but I am yeah. interested in reading it. Okay, so it was supposed to be uh, the second show after Celebrity Big Brother, write a book, and then come on my show uh, to do whatever. Um, but after that all happened, I think uh, the PR company that I, that I was working with. I think they stopped work. Their, their contract expired, and he didn't resign. He kind of went on his own to do his own thing, and that kind of ended. So, hmm. you know, I was like, okay, whatever. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It was just I was gonna have a good conversation and kind of get yeah. into that. But either way, that's okay. And then that would have been cool. Yeah, uh, that would have been cool. But that's okay. It happens. It happens yes, all the time. Um, you know, they're, they're in in the background, if everybody knew how many uh, famous people wanted to be on my show and didn't come on. It's a giant list. It's okay. Um, But that's just how the business works. And then we had a celebrity death recently. Now We've had a few. Yeah. Well, the one you and I I were talking about um, was Aaron Carter. And Aaron Carter was actually scheduled to be on my show about two to three weeks, maybe even a month before his death. So uh, PR company uh, approached me with that. They actually came to me. They're like, okay. Uh, we've got a couple of guests. One of them is Aaron Carter, uh, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, that's cool. Um, why not? So I'm, I, I, I agreed to it. And they're like, okay, yeah, he wants to, um, he, he heard the show. He wants to come on. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Uh, let's, uh, let's work on that. And it, it's, it ended there and something must have happened because I didn't mm-hmm. hear from them after that. And then obviously this is how it ended up for um, almost a month after. So that was something that was supposed to come and happen on my show, but it did not. But no, that, that's um, that's the story behind all that. That that was uh, okay. the last couple crazy things that have been on my show, and uh, yeah, like I couldn't believe it. I was like, you know, the way, yeah, I know. and I know this PR group that that uh, was going to bring me both of these guys is the same team, and um, yeah, it's. Uh, kind of wild it's really wild we'll definitely get into uh celebrity stuff in another show because i i have lots to say mm-hmm. um just about my thoughts but mm-hmm. yeah there's been lots and lots of weird things going on i wish that you would have been able to have it would have been cool to hear one of his last interviews and in, in that being on your show not to be morbid or disrespectful right. to his family but it would have been interesting to see what where the conversation went because i find that you know the questions that you probably were going to ask weren't going to be like any of the questions he'd ever been asked oh probably not right so mm-hmm. i think as um a person who's interviewed often they get ask the same questions often and then that gets boring mm-hmm. so it's probably why he was interested in coming in your show because he heard your context and your flow of the show and thought hmm, maybe this will be different maybe it'll be a different outlet for me yep. so sad for that i'm really um yeah i'm looking forward to being able to open up and talk about my thoughts on the celebrity deaths and stuff like that so mm-hmm. stay tuned y'all yep that, that was just a little 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 encapsulation mm-hmm. of what what's kind of why 
uh, we we haven't on the show. It's it's been extremely busy, and uh, some of the things like this happen in the background that a lot of people don't get an insight to. Uh, yeah. that, that happened between like it's it, it, creating a podcast, and you know this because you do this all the time. Uh, it, it's it's a lot of ba- back legwork that people mm-hmm. don't see. You know, a, a, an hour recording could be months in the works. You know, yes. So research. It, you know, yeah, research, mm-hmm. but scheduling, uh, actual mm-hmm. recording. You know, you know this. Getting to people to to connect is is really hard. Um, you know, locally or not locally, it's it's a lot of work. So that yeah, that was just I, th- I thought it was interesting because it kind of tied into at the beginning yeah, of our, sure. our show. Like uh, a couple. And of I've years, been wanting ago. to know about yeah. that. It's been a while. It's been very wild. But who knows what it happens has. next? Stay tuned to my show, the Sunday Army, and uh, yes. at some point, might be a surprise or two. We'll see. No, there will be a surprise or two. There's always a surprise well, or two. I keep things on their wraps pretty well, I think. <laughs> I think. Yes. So right, let's do let's it. Get into it. Yep. Well, oh, is is that your uh, uh, what's it called? <laughs> Did no. you, you plug in your soundboard? <laughs> no, I can't, I can't get it to so work. I try and screw around with it every once in a while, and I just can't. So I'm. Just as good at making sounds and things like that. So, well, there you go. if we have any business people yeah. listening and want to upgrade uh, Candace's studio, she could use a PC and and she can use her soundboard. So, if anybody wants to uh, donate and support the show and sponsor, there you go. We can have Candace utilize all her equipment. Yes, that would be great. <laughs> That's a pitch. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's do it. Uh, we do want to start off with um, our top five. Sure. Let's do that. Let's get right into it. Yeah. Top five. It. Top five holiday movies. Mm-hmm. And you How can go first fun. This time. Yeah. Well, okay. Because even after the holidays, I still like watching for the like at least a week uh, holiday movies to catch up on because I have my standards of movies that I like to watch during the holiday holidays holidays. Oh, breakfast. Holiday. Uh, mm, breakfast. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, uh, okay. Well. Um. There, I have a list too, and my husband has a totally separate list, and he actually we have has, his list. Um, I don't have it. I should have got it. From oh, him. I should have called him. Yeah. I think I might. I know his scheduled list. Like there, there. Yeah. So on Christmas Eve, yeah, he has to watch National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Fantastic. And on Christmas Day, it's Christmas. Story, a Christmas story, which mm-hmm. I don't like that movie. I just can't. <laughs> I don't know. I've tried. I get I get the humor. I'm very open-minded with humor. But I just I can't get with that movie. The mm-hmm. fucking kid, that little bo- boy whining, it just <laughs> drives me nuts. Ah! So anyway, here's my yeah. top five. Yeah, it's it. probably more of a top seven or eight oh, or nine or ten. Nice. But I'm going to start off with one that is always on the worst Christmas or worst holiday list. And I think it's fucking hilarious and a, a gem. It's called Mixed Nuts. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. Okay. So it's uh, Madeline Kahn and um, who's the old guy with, with the gray hair that he's hilarious. Steve Martin. Okay. Um. I can't think of the other people that are in it right now, but it's very funny, very uh, dry humor. 
everybody watch it if you can find it like they don't even have memes on on my phone for it or gifts mm-hmm. or anything like that so it's not popular but it is fucking hilarious watch it mixed right. nuts um of course national lampoon's christmas vacation mm-hmm. i can't ever get enough of it yep. <laughs> we watched it the other night and i caught a new line that i <laughs> that i never really caught when he said something about something about his hands being chapped or the dog's belly being chapped or some shit yes <laughs> oh my yes. god I was laughing so hard and it was like my ugly laugh and snorting and my kids, they don't get the humor in that. We watch it together, but they think my husband and I are crazy. <laughs> oh, so funny. Good movie. <clears throat> um, I know you're going to totally not agree with me on this. I can hear you laughing. Um, Christmas Chronicles. <laughs> I love both of those movies. One oh, and two. really? Yes. Okay. I like the I first one. Second one was that. Uh... I think they're so magical. I think they're really, really good movies to watch with your children. Mm-hmm. It's just a really fun series. I yep. fucking pray for a number three and Goldie Hawn in the second one is Mrs. Claus's epic. Very good movie. Uh, Deck the Halls. <laughs> okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Um, Matthew Broderick, I don't know. I'm not a fan, but I just think he's epic in that movie. Mm-hmm. So, so good. Uh, I don't know what I'm on, but I'm just going to keep reading them off. Oh, Christmas with it. the Cranks. Yes. I have I all those movies. Yeah, it's great. I can't get enough of that movie either. They're just, why are Christmas movies so funny? And why can you watch them over and over and over? There aren't, aren't there are a few movies in general that I can do that with, but mm-hmm. never, ever get old, these movies, to me. Right. Ever. And Christmas with the Cranks, great cast. The only yes. thing that kind of, that's strange and still unsolved is, for those who've seen it, is who is that random guy, guy that knows everybody, but nobody knows him? But nobody knows him. Right? <laughs> this, it's hilarious, but it's super <laughs> strange because you don't get an answer. And he just yeah. happens to speak in languages everybody needs to know how to speak. I'm like, oh. this fucking guy. He just knows everything. <laughs> oh, fucking Santa great guy. movie. Great yeah, no, it's movie. funny, yeah. Um, Peanuts, A Charlie Brown Christmas. I love, I have to watch every year. Mm-hmm. Um, just the music and everything makes me happy in the moment. And I don't have it written down, and it just popped in my head. Of course, Home Alone. I yep. mean, never, yep. ever, ever, ever will that be old. And mm-hmm. what was the other one? Um, it's Sarah Jessica Parker, uh, and she like she goes home with her new husband, and the, her the family ends up hating her. I forget the name. Oh, was that with Matthew McConaughey? Um, Might have been him. So this obviously wasn't one of my favorites or top five, but Mm -hmm. I just, it's, I've seen it maybe only two or three times, but I really enjoyed it and I don't ever see it come on or I don't skim through it, but it's there. Yeah. And I think it's a Christmas, maybe it's not even a Christmas movie, (laughs) but I think it is. She goes home and she's this high class like yes. business 
bitch. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody fucking hates her guts. And it's yeah. a big family home for Christmas. Yeah, it's a good yeah. movie. Yeah, I don't yeah, know the yeah. name, but those are my top se- seven or eight. Nice. So let's hear yours. Well, out of all everything you said, you covered a whole bunch of movies that I even have and, and okay. love because I watch. You only mentioned one that's on my list. Oh my gosh! <laughs> um, in no particular order. Yes, National Lampoon's on there. It's a staple. Has to be watched at least mm-hmm. once. It's such yeah. a good movie. It's a Christmas movie. <laughs> uh, it's so good. But also on my list, Fred Fred Claus. Okay, good. That's a good one. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Such a fun down. movie. Uh, so great. good. Uh, but I'm gonna get random now for some people. And of course, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. My next one, yes, Die Hard. Is. I yep. die hard. Don't care which one. My favorite one's the second one, but either the first one or the second one will work here on this mm-hmm. list. You have to have a die hard night. Um, but yeah. Next two are more niche movies that I watch all the time because they're one of my favorites. Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds and Anna Ferris. Just Friends. Yeah, it's a really fun Christmas movie. Um, Ryan Reynolds is really good in it. Anna Ferris is tremendous in it. Really, really good. Uh, really okay. funny. And Surviving Christmas, uh, James Gandolfini, Ben Affleck. Oh, uh, yes. Tremendous. Well, that's tremendous a good movie. one. Yeah. Such a fun one. Um, yeah, it becomes my, like, I've seen it many years ago, and then the last couple of years it has become a staple to okay. watch. Uh, so that's my five, but there's three honorable mentions. Uh, mm-hmm. Four Christmases. Mm-hmm. Great one. Um, yeah. really, really like that one. Again, um, really funny. Home Alone one and two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Snow Day. Snow Day. Yes. Man, you're giving me all <laughs> ones that I'm like, yes. Snow Day. Yeah. Yes. So, but Good bunch one. of bunch of Christmas movies. Like I said, I'm I'm really big into this holiday because of all the just the environment and you know all these cool movies and kind of get into this cool. whole tree and shit and yeah, good times. <laughs> Do you have a real tree? No. Fake tree. Okay. Fake, fake tree. Big, tall, fake tree. I have a nine-footer. Nice. Ooh. Yep. Sweet. Love my tree. All right. Well, yep. that was a good top five. Yeah. Um, I mean, hopefully everybody is still watching Christmas movies when they hear this. So that hopefully. they can catch up on a few. Like you said, you, you like to watch some throughout the week between Christmas and New Year's. So, mm-hmm. And if not for next year, there's your list, folks. That's right. And of course, you know, there's there's much in New Year's movies we can probably go through. There's, there's so many. But you know, I, I'm surprised none of us mentioned Scrooged on this list. Nah, I, nah. I, I like the older one. It's funny. They have a new With version of that coming out. Bill Murray. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Bad Santa was good too. Bad I Santa. Really yeah. That. Yeah. Bad Bad Santa. Uh, batter Santa is also pretty good, but yeah, that's you can only watch that so many times. Like, How do you uh, feel about Elf? I hate Elf. Do you? I think he's got some pretty good lines in there. Oh no, um, there is. Laugh, but yeah, as a whole, I just it, it's kind of irritating. It's not as funny as everybody thinks. Yeah, like there is a lot of raw, really, really, really good moments in it. But like, and all the, the kids and uh, the wife love it. Like they watch it every year. I, I skipped that part. I skipped the movie. I, I just did can't. You, did you see the new one, Spirited? Did you guys watch that? The musical <coughs> with... Not yet. 
That one's pretty, it's, there's some funny shit in there, but it's a musical. Yeah. <laughs> so it's worth the watch. I will say that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I have it. I don't know if I, I haven't watched it yet. There's another one on Netflix that just came out with Jason and Momoa, Mr. Aquaman. That looks pretty uh, good, but I don't know. Okay. I don't forget the name of it. But I don't think it's a Christmas movie, though. But it just came out. Um, yeah. But for New Year's stuff, hey, any, uh, like anybody transition their Christmas into New Year's? Like, they still kind of do the same thing. I wonder if people do that. Like, continue, like, their Christmas food and, 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 and gatherings into New Year's? Or is it like a separate holiday for people? I don't know. Oh. And I, I, I don't know if people treat New Year's as a certain thing or do they continue their Christmas festivities into the following weekend? I wonder what how do many you people do? do that. Oh, I, I divide them. Yeah. I split them right in half and New Year's is something completely separate mm-hmm. uh, in, 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 in food and entertainment. But I don't know if, I wonder how many people continue like, yeah. hey, let's just have another giant dinner with everybody and just hang out and do our thing. Mm. That'd be good to know. Yeah, it would be. Let us mm. know. Yeah. There we go. Good top five. Mm-hmm. Good top five. All right. So we've got a conspiracy theory for today. And mm-hmm. then Candace is going to tell us some uh, things about her after this. And then uh, we've got another rant, maybe, but not from me. Yeah, possibly. So, can't wait. <laughs> Exciting. But let's let's get to a little conspiracy. Keep everybody entertained. Yeah, you're going to teach me today. Oh, well, uh, again, I listen to a bunch of podcasts. And conspiracy mm-hmm. conspiracy theories are fun, especially when there there seems there's more behind it. Yeah. Now let's get into something um, called uh, Operation Fishbowl. <clears throat> now remember the name. Remember the name Fishbowl and what what a fishbowl means. Now because Operation Fishbowl mm-hmm. uh, is a high altitude nuclear test by the American government in 1962. Yep. Okay, and it's part of the larger Operation Dominic nuclear test program. And what it what it does, what it did, they um, performed nuclear tests at different heights of the atmosphere. Now, if you think about that rationally right now, like, huh, why would I launch <laughs> giant nuclear bombs into the sky? In well, 1962. Right. Well, <laughs> let's think about that time, okay? Let's, well, 1962... Uh, space programs uh, are just ramping up. Uh, we're exploring space a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, and I, I, I figured it looks like they want to put some bombs up there and see what happens when they explode. Mm-hmm. That, does that make sense to anybody? <laughs> but anyway, the, the 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 general summary is this is what they did, and you can, you can look and research the breakdown of how many bombs and how far how, how far in the sky they went, and uh they go anywhere from oh geez i have it written down here somewhere like yeah there's hundreds, different yeah different there's different like names for them too right the yes fish and the, okay. yeah there, there's a, a few main ones uh that were up there and yeah different uh heights in the sky like hundreds of miles in in, in the sky like uh, one megaton yield uh, was above a thousand kilometers up in the sky. Oh. So that's high. It is high, very high. Huh. Uh, exactly. I wasn't now, expecting that. Now this is what they did, and they kind of explain what they wanted, they were they were looking for, and 
what, what the effects they were looking for and how things react to these tests on the ground and what kind of phenomenon happened to this. But they tell you all this stuff that they did. But let's look behind it a little bit. Why would they launch giant poisonous explosive weapons into the sky and let them explode over everybody's heads? And yes, this was done in the middle of nowhere. But regardless how things spread, and they were also testing the EMP, uh, extramagnetic pulse, and all the residuals um, going through, uh, through the atmosphere and the reactions to that. They were studying all of that. But mainly, let's think back to uh, what type of things we were exploring back then. Mm-hmm. And then this is going to tie into another conspiracy theory you've done already. Uh, what were they exploring? They're exploring the uh, space, the sky. So what do you think they could have discovered up there that they said, you know, we should test crazy explosive things that mm. high? So if you okay. haven't hinted at it yet, we're going back to the flat earth point flat here. Flat earth theory. Now, why? Because what's the mm. name of this operation that I mentioned? Fishbowl. Fishbowl. What is yeah. a fishbowl? <laughs> mm. Right. So what do you think they discovered uh, when they were trying to launch things into space? <laughs> I don't know. Something may be in their way. Yeah, I... I... I was kind of wondering when I looked up, as I I had not heard of this, what mm-hmm. what, what you were going to say now. <laughs> kind of makes of sense. My, um, yeah. But, but yeah, the, my conspiracy about this, for, we're looking for like an explanation of why. Because it tells right. us well, what they did, but it doesn't but really why. explain why. Yeah, they wanted to do testing. I understand that. But at the time, as we're launching things into space, like, why don't things go any further than certain, you know, lengths of, of distance? Well, what if this is what they use to try to break through that? Mm, Whatever that dome yeah. is. Because the speculations and theories are, we this dome is, we're covered by a dome. And there is, could be some side of, uh, some type of water or something above it. Because... Right. That's that's the general theory. Now, this is the exact same time we would have discovered this because we were launching, starting to launch things into space from Russia, from the mm-hmm. U.S. This, it was a race. Um, so this is the exact time they would discover this because we were started launching things. Oh, why aren't things getting through this or that or this or that? So this has me uh, in a conspiracy theory that this was probably tests. And they, these tests continue on later, but this is one of the bigger ones to... Um, try to break through that and see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. Also but, kind of ties into Serb too. Yes. Really, if you think about it. Mm-hmm. Because that is that is trying to break into a different realm, a different dimension. Mm-hmm. Um, Earth's hmm. magnetic field. This is all has to yeah. do with that. Yeah, and if we can't go up, we can go, we have to go another way, yeah. right? Yeah, right. 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 And this kind of ties into a future conspiracy theory of the moon landing. But we'll get yes. to that. But, yes, um, we do need to get to that. So there's very, very good conspiracy theory to where maybe they didn't happen. And this yeah. would be one of the things that led to that. Right. So this would it be was one. all at the same time around the same. Right. This, yeah. Oh, we can't, you know, they're exploring why they can't <clears throat> go further. 
as a conspiracy theory would say. And what do we do mm. to prove that we went there? So right. now, now another example that we they use for a dome, and this is outside of just Operation Fishbowl here, is that if you ever look at the sky and you see these stars shimmering, there's, the moon's closer, but the, the general idea, there is a dome, you will see the, the stars shimmer quite a little bit. It's like putting a light behind a glass of water yes. from very far, far away. Mm-hmm. Kind of the idea be, between besides what they yeah. say there. But anyway, that's that's what mm-hmm. I want to give everybody to look into that. There's a lot of explanations out there. Um, it's really hard to find the conspiracy theory side of this because it's highly yes, controlled. Because it I couldn't find mm-hmm. it. It's yeah. highly controlled, but you have to go on search engines that let you mm-hmm. duck, duck, go is one of them. Find a web mm-hmm. crawler, maybe. Web crawlers will help you and um, find some more info there. And it's just something to uh, think about. Why would they yeah. do this? You know? Yeah, science is one. But again, throwing nuclear, you know, bombs into the sky is, is, is something to think about. Yeah. Once again, so. we're leaving you on a question as mm-hmm. to why. Exactly. <laughs> Which I hate more than anything is not <laughs> having my questions answered. But that's why I love to read about this stuff. Because one day, I don't know when, but I'll figure it all out. <laughs> and and the U.S. wasn't the only one that did it. Uh, the Russians you had the uh, Project K nuclear tests, which were also done exact same thing, just on the U.S. US side. Hmm. So, and the U.S. did it in the Pacific Ocean. The Russians did it over Kazakhstan. So, like it's it's two different like, sides like, of the earth. Like, opposite like though. Over where, popular where areas. Yeah, like the U.S. did it over uh, Samoa, Fiji, and Tonga yeah, Islands. Yeah, okay. yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Johnson okay. Island. Johnston Island. Yeah. So <laughs> that's yeah. It's something. It's something. Look it up, y'all. Yep. Lots look, of stuff. Look far because you can't find it on surface level stuff. No, I'll tell you that. not at all. <clears throat> but that's that. There you go. Something to think about. Yeah, now let's uh, learn something about me. Let's do it. Dun, dun, dun. This is, I guess, like, you know, our side segment of Get to Know the Host. Um, I'm going to tell you something that you probably don't know about me. Um, I have a fear of bagpipes. Really? very specific. It's called bag pipophobia. <laughs> um, it's something I've experienced since I was a very little girl. I just feel as though now I have more knowledge about <clears throat> and control over my emotions revolving around it. And I've kind of come to a agreement with myself as to why I feel this way. Um, but as a young child, this sound of it would make me and the visual of them creeps me out um and i and i guess i don't want to label myself as somebody with this phobia because there are probably people out there who can't be in the same room as them or what have you but i i can now but i start off with a really angry and uncomfortable emotion when i see Mm -hmm. them and i can almost sniff them out before they come into my presence um we've talked about my abilities and um 
my sensitivities to things. And I, like I said, I almost feel like I know when they're in my presence and I can't even see them. Um, <clears throat> but then I get sad after my anger and uncomfortable emotions go away. I get sad and uncontrollably sad to the point where I sometimes have to remove myself from the room or the parade <laughs> that they're marching down. Mm -hmm. it, it's really, it's really, really overwhelming. It's really embarrassing. And it's something I've tried and worked hard at controlling, but uh, my kids had a remembrance date um, assembly and they were really excited because parents were allowed to finally go. Mm-hmm. And they wanted me to go. And of course, when I think of Remembrance Day, the first thing I think of are fucking bagpipes. Yeah. So I knew that was going to happen. But I did it for my kids. And I went and I cried like a baby. But I didn't feel the angry or uncomfortable emotion because I couldn't see them. Mm -hmm. Because there weren't actual bagpipes there. It was just a song. Mm -hmm. So... um yeah, that's something that now you all know about me, that I really fucking hate bagpipes. I find them not necessary. <laughs> and yeah, that's that's me. Crazy, crazy me. So what do you do at, at parades? I, I remember the first parade that I remember going to with my Oma mm -hmm. and the bagpipes came out, the Shriners or whomever they were, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. I crawled underneath her chair. And I remember gripping on to her metal chair like a baby. And I was probably five or six. No, I would say five. And that uncontrollable urge to want to vomit and the pain I felt in my head. And I didn't know. And she didn't, you know, she was not in a, uh, you know, she listened to me when I spoke, but I didn't know how to communicate with her that I hated what was going on. Mm -hmm. I was just little. Mm -hmm. um, so at parades, I, I usually cry. Oh in my, my frustrations and my anger and stuff will sometimes come out in crying. But um, crying because I'm sad and crying because I'm angry are two totally different things. Mm -hmm. But if I'm at a parade, it's usually tears that that happened i'm able to stay in the presence of them at this time in my life <laughs> so i maybe have overcome my fear but i definitely haven't overcome my emotions revolving around it mm -hmm. and some part of me thinks that possibly a, a past life experience or something that had traumatized me before or in the womb or something i don't know but there's some sort of story behind it i just don't I don't know what the answer is. Mm. So I just have to focus on myself and healing myself from it and not worrying about what created it, I guess. Yeah. It's weird. Well, <laughs> did you know bagpipes were a, a tool of war? No. There you go. Now you know. Maybe maybe it's related. But bagpipes maybe. were used as tools of war. Oh, so I did not know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. well, that's fun fact. Fun fact. There you go. Oh, there you go. That's we learned something. <laughs> we learned something. So if Candace is going to parade, show up after the bagpipes. Yeah. 
There you go. Then you can, can I have, have a schedule, please? When are the bagpipes <laughs> coming? Because I'm going to beat. I've honestly thought about grabbing them from someone and beating them. Like, that's the anger that Ooh, I the, the ther- felt. The therapy right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. I can't believe I'm admitting that. But I, I yeah. sometimes my emotions just take over and I can't, can't control them. So. That's that's well, that's it's what it is. It just happens. Like some of yes. you just can't explain stuff. That's right. Good that's stuff. right. I think a lot of the stuff on this show we can't explain, mm-hmm. and that's why we do it. And this is also therapy for me is being able to <laughs> get things out in the open and speak them honestly mm-hmm. and truly. And yeah, so that is my get to know me. I'm sure you are not going to sleep better because of it. <laughs> <laughs> but we can enjoy uh, then the segue. To their next uh, and our final uh, segment of the show, because we're just going to continue and continue with the therapy. And we'll, you know, you get to (laughs) rant today instead of me. I'll just react because you have a topic you want to talk about today. I I do have a topic that I want to talk about today. Also holiday related and not just the holiday we're celebrating currently, but all Mm. holidays. Um, And it's become a more predominant in the last few six years since my children have been in school. Um, And this is something that will never make sense to me in a most respectful way. But I don't understand why we're in our society as Canada. Mm -hmm. Yes, very multicultural. Yes, very accepting. Yes, very, you know, everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. This is a known fact. But the fact that we have to celebrate things surface level, especially in school and, you know, um, even media has changed the way that they say, you know, you can't say Christmas anymore. You must say holidays or I I don't have examples of what we should say because I'm just going to say what I think I should say. And that's Christmas because here we celebrate Christmas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, schools are, the school I grew up in was, was very multicultural. Maybe I'm not using the correct term, but we had children from all walks of life, all cultures, all religions. And I believe it helped make me who I am today, learning and having the knowledge and wanting to learn about all my different friends from me, different from me, not different to them, but how they learned what what food they cooked in their home or what they prayed to all of it is very interesting and we are respectful to them but you know they're not always respectful to our culture and our what we represent and what we believe in and i i don't know if that is because of our leaders and the people in our community and society that are making rules, like why we have to change things from the word Christmas to holiday, who made that up? Who is being, why are we so sensitive to that? Um, At my children's school, we have something called a boo ball where we celebrate um, essentially Halloween. But in the last few years, well, COVID disrupted that. We didn't have one for a few years, but the first year we were able to dress up 
how we want it because it's in fact Halloween where you dress up. Maybe that's not what everyone celebrates, but in our, let's just say city, we celebrate that. We celebrate kids dressing up and going knocking on doors to get candy. That's just what we do. You know, um, this year, the rules had changed significantly where we weren't able to have uh, masks on or wigs. We weren't even allowed to have wigs. And the exact um, example that was given was, for instance, if you were wearing a fro wig, it would Mm -hmm. offend a certain (laughs) culture. So it's, it is very comical, but I'm upset about it because, you know, if you like, this is might be side noting to race, but if you keep talking about race and bringing it up, then it, then it's going to keep existing. The, the, Mm -hmm. like, I, I, it's really hard for me to understand why we focus on things so highly that we are trying to not focus on if that makes sense. So Mm -hmm. if you're pointing out that if my son's wearing a fro because he wants to be somebody with a fro, say the gentleman that paints that's passed away, he had a very curly fro. Mm -hmm. He couldn't wear that costume because of the fro and it might hurt or disrupt a certain culture or race's beliefs. Well, why are we even bringing that up? Just mm-hmm. let the costume be the costume, you know? Right. So we weren't able to wear masks because you can't wear a mask because if we can't see your face, then we don't know who you are. Yet, Wait for a the minute. Last three, yes. For the <laughs> last three years, we've been masking our children. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the contradiction shit is something that I look at immediately, whereas I believe others just overlook it and kind of keep their head down and forward because they don't want to disrupt and ask questions, but I asked questions um, because I almost didn't want my children to participate in something where their costume and what they were happy to share with their friends was going to be altered. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm not for that. However, so we weren't allowed to have gory things. Um, you couldn't have blood on your face. There were so many rules, Jacob. It was, I get it, but I don't get it at the same time. Like, you're bringing up things that you should just not bring up. Just let kids be kids. Mm-hmm. You're you're focusing on on murder instead of just a little bit of blood on the face. Like we're going mm-hmm. too overboard on this, you know? And I believe a lot of the time it's us protecting cultures and races other than our than ours say and I shouldn't say race it's culture it has nothing to do with race so forgive me for that it has to do with beliefs and cultures so if you don't celebrate Halloween and you don't appreciate how we celebrate it and there are a few of them at the school then could it not be that they get to come still but not dress up instead of everyone else in the school not dressing up or not doing what we traditionally do because of a few students in the school. And this could be taken, you know, 
I know there are going to be people who are listening that agree and people who don't agree. But I just feel as though if we were to go to their country, for instance, and this, we were even welcomed there, which in a lot of these countries were not welcomed with open arms like we are here. We wouldn't be, they wouldn't be altering their traditions and their beliefs for us. So I have a really hard time with us not even like bringing these children and saying, hey, look, these are our traditions. So decide whether with your parents, whether or not you may participate or not. However, if you don't want to participate, then you don't have to. But my biggest issue is that when I got to that school on Halloween, the children who we were essentially protecting and guarding from our traditions were the ones wearing a mask, the ones that had blood on their face, the ones that were inappropriately dressed based on the guidelines that were handed out beforehand. So they went, not only did they come and celebrate with us, which is beautiful, but they were, they came and they basically disrespected the rules that were given because they didn't, they wanted to dress the way they wanted to dress. And they did. And the masks were on, the wigs were on, and the gore was on with these, these children who came and participated, but no one stopped them from that. And it makes me wonder, like, if my children came in with a mask on, would they have been asked to remove it? Because we weren't following the rules and the guidelines that were given. Hmm. It was, it's really, really hard for me to talk about. Yeah. And it's really, really hard for me to understand because it's not fair. And my children are suffering because of it. You know, I'm Mm -hmm. very aware that I'm a very privileged woman with a very privileged family. And I am proud of that and take pride in that. I'm never going to dampen my situation to make anyone else feel better. But I believe that. My children, because they have me and my husband as parents, won't suffer and won't miss out because of it. Because we explain to them everything and let them know and treat treat them and teach them about equality. But I also, you know, came home and let them know, like, that wasn't right. Those children should have been approached and asked to take off their wig, their mask, and their gore. They should have been because it's a rule. It was a rule that was given, you know, and not to say there were a couple other students there that were likely, you know, um, Windsorite born children that were not abiding by the rules. And I'm ha- I'm happy for that because to be honest with you, I wanted to put my kids in blood and gore and go there and say, this is what Halloween's about. But I didn't. <laughs> um, so that like that's the halloween part and then the Uh christmas part you know spirit week dress as a snowman dress as a snowflake dress as the grinch well why is the grinch a crazy ass scary motherfucker (laughs) accepted but i can't say merry christmas Uh it's so contradicting and it blows my mind the the confusion um, 
can I change it? No, but I can speak up about it and say how I feel. Um, I don't like it. I don't like that we can't have Christmas concerts at the school anymore. Now they have to be holiday concerts. I don't think that there's anything wrong with different cultures coming and learning about our culture. Um, they, they, sh I would be in a different country trying to learn cultures. And I'm not saying these people aren't trying to learn. They, they are a lot of them and as they should be, but I would find it a, a lot easier to live and be knowing that we could just continue on with our regular traditions in our lives the way we do instead of, you know, molding and disrupting our traditions and lives for others because others wouldn't be doing that for us. So as a North American society and our culture, we are so sensitive and we comply so easily that, you know, this is, absolutely ridiculous that we are doing this because they certainly wouldn't be doing that in other in other countries for us and if there are examples of it happening I would love to know but I really truly believe that as Canada you know we you know we how many different families have come in to your children's school from a certain country I don't know if if it happens at your school but you know, almost every day we have a new family coming in, in our community, one of the schools in my community from, you know, a country that is suffering, if you will. Mm -hmm. And if we were to go to their country, we, it wouldn't be the same. The tables would not be, you know, turned that way and we wouldn't be accepted like we are here. So I, I, I don't know. That's that's my my rant. All right, I think we should continue a little bit on this conversation because there's a lot to unpack. Um, let, let, let's start with this. First of all, uh, the privilege thing that you said you're privileged. You know what? We have to stop saying that because you shouldn't uh, apologize and use the word privilege for something you've worked to be. Okay, mm -hmm. so I don't I don't think I'm privileged. This is just I chose to do and work to have this what I have. So I'm not privileged. I just chose to have what i have okay so let's let's mm -hmm. end, end that thing because we have we you don't apologize for who, who you are and what you have you worked hard for it let's get that out of the way two is this public board or catholic board public okay that's why so first of all uh i'm with the catholic board um and we don't even have the ability to have costumes to school it's uh, orange and black day um so that's that and, and the and this is a Catholic uh, school board. So in a public school, you 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 don't do that. You don't do like the whole Merry Christmas stuff because it's based on religion. So I understand why they don't want to do that. Uh, because as, if you go to public school board, you learn about everything and uh, religion is kept out of it. At the Catholic board, yes, Merry Christmas, all that stuff. The holiday stuff does peak in. So it does happen. And especially... Um, uh, during Christmas time, you do all the Christmas stuff. So that, that, that's, that's part of the Catholic board. But I understand why the public board wouldn't. 
Um, but let's unpack the the Halloween thing. I get your point. I really do. Uh, because I just mentioned a, a, a orange and black day for Halloween. They wear that instead of costumes. And um, I never understood it. Okay, whatever. Uh, personally, for me, I hate Halloween as a holiday. I don't think mm-hmm. it is. I look at it, uh, even though I'm not traditional in any way or, or religious in any way, uh, ha- Halloween is a celebration of the dead to me, uh, as, uh, as, as if you want to call it a holiday. Uh, so... Yeah, we, here we do the whole trick-or-treating, but around the world where I'm from, because remember, I'm an immigrant. I'm not from here. So, and, and I know a lot of world's cultures because I studied them. I do have an education mm-hmm. in tourism. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's completely different than what we do here. It's one of the only places in the world that this is done. Everywhere else yes. it, uh, around that time of the year is a celebration of the earth, celebration of the mm-hmm. death, and the certain things like that. So we have to understand that. Now, Something you said about um, people coming here, different cultures. I was one of those people. Now, what Canada and the U.S. a little bit uh, uh, wants to become as a country is more of a a mosaic of uh, communities. When we have to remember everywhere else in the world, more of assimilation into that community. So uh, that's what the country wants to base itself as. I remember when I came uh, here and the, the whole idea of becoming a citizen was to create a mosaic where everybody kind of blends in into the uh, you know into a mosaic of different communities representations so everybody can be themselves everywhere else in the world wherever you go you have to assimilate into that community to be part of it so that's the differences that's where the countries are based on mm-hmm. so uh, and yes we have a, do we have an immigration problem of course we do um, major 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 immigration problems and assimilate like they're not you're not told to assimilate when you come here. You are not. And and and, and it's funny from, um, again, me being here a long time, I understand this, but I am also an immigrant. But when, when you come here, and a lot of people from here say, oh, you, this is Canada, you should be Canadian. But let's define Canadian and, uh, and Canada because uh, the government doesn't tell you to be Canadian, be, you know, uh, assimilate into the Canadian culture. No. They want you to be themselves. But that's your government telling you that. They, the government is telling you to bring your own traditions here because you'll be accepted for your traditions here. And they're not telling you to be like, you know, as, as the Canadians that are born here tell you, no, you know, learn our, our ways. No, the government itself isn't even telling you that. So th- we can't be shocked that people coming here aren't doing it. Because the government tells them to, they don't have to. They can be whatever they want to be, have their cultures and tradition, and still be accepted. So that that's one thing we do have to recognize. So when you, that's just one of the uh, side effects of that. Again, there's and that's okay. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But don't don't you think that they should be open to learning about our traditions and our? Of course. I mean, with also we should also want to learn about their traditions and their, what they, they do. You know, I, I think that we're lacking that and that instead of disregarding what we do and uh, sensitizing ourselves for them, we should at schools and churches and celebrate everyone together. Like the government wants us to. And instead of centering out, you know, a holiday or what have you just 
learn about each other instead. And it's, I know the curriculum can't just be changed at the drop of a hat, but this is an ongoing thing. Like mm. let's amalgamate instead of take things away from people because they're afraid of what other people are going to think or how they're going to feel. Mm. I think the biggest problem is what I think you're trying to hint at is uh, the, the sensitive portion of, uh, our culture that always always offended about everything and it's a tired different topic because people have become very sensitive to others that are not sensitive so yeah. uh you know i i, I might want to put on a native headdress and it might you know and it might offend a lot of people but i bet you it won't offend uh people in the community like as an example this is going off a little bit uh let's say the uh the Washington football team now called the Commanders used to be called the Redskins. Yes. Did you know that that uh, offended white people and not actually natives? Mm. That's why it was changed and that's for many things in our culture. They're offended by people who shouldn't be offended by certain things. Yes. And there's a lot of videos on TikTok and YouTube you can go see and it's somebody dressing up in in a Mexican headdress and everything else going to Mexicans be like, hey, are you offended? No, I'm not offended. That's awesome. You're trying to look like my culture. I'm actually very supportive of that. The only people that are offended are the people that don't understand it, which is mostly mm -hmm. white liberal people. I'm sorry, and I'm ca categorizing as just how it is because uh, out of my personal experiences, people that are offended uh, mostly the ones that aren't very knowledgeable about other experiences because, yes. and it's just personal experience from what I know, what I come in contact with, if mm -hmm. something offends you, probably because you don't understand it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, if I, ha I had a lot of Asian friends before, and, and, <clears throat> and we used to joke around all the time. And maybe doing an Asian accent uh, in front of you offends you, but it didn't offend them. They think it's fucking hilarious because they don't under hear themselves talk half the time. Hey, I had an accent from when I got here, and it was insanely bad. And, you know, I got made fun of it. But you know what? I understood why because I didn't hear it. But I can, mm. make my, I can make my own accent right now and make myself sound Eastern European like I came off the fucking boat. I think it's fucking hilarious. And if somebody did that to me, I'm like, oh, my God, I used to sound exactly like that. I'm not offended. Mm -hmm. Like, if you want to appropriate my culture, I don't, I don't even think that that's the right wording for it anyway. It's, you're not. Mm. You, you're just... You know, utilizing what you see. Let's like talk about the hip hop culture. You think that's appropriating uh, African Americans, which is a weird term anyway. But you think we're taking their culture away? No, it's how society perceives it. If it's there, you use it because you want to be a part of it and you're respecting it. You're not, you know, degrading it. Mm -hmm. That applies to a lot of things like that. Uh, to mm -hmm. other people's culture. People are just soft, sensitive, but society mm -hmm. lets you and the government pushes it. That's the mm -hmm. biggest problem. And curriculum-wise, you're right. But you have to look at what school board it is yeah. because they're not the same. No, they're not. And I, I'm not a principal or a vice principal or an educator at all in that sense. Um so I, I don't know what it's like to run a school. And I, but I do know that each individual school 
um, <clears throat> in, at least in the public board, because there's a school down the street from me who a friend of mine's kids go to and she posted and her kids were wearing their costumes to school on Halloween. Mm-hmm. So it's all about what that was kind of my point. And I think I deterred from it was, you know, the, the, the administrator, the principal made that choice. Yep. But why did the principal make that choice? Because of the way they were feeling or because of comments they got from families that may be uncomfortable with it? I don't know. And I don't understand it. Like, you know, it was just told to us, this is what's going to happen, not a a response or not why this is happening. Mm -hmm. You know, Um, it was, oh, that's what the board says. That's what the board is saying. Well, it's not. That's a lie. (laughs) Because Mm -hmm. there are other schools within your board that are choosing to keep our traditions going you know um it's just it's it's bothersome to me because I grew up singing Merry Christmas songs Mm -hmm. and Christmas concerts and it being okay with my friend Zaina and Farah who are sitting next to me singing Merry Christmas well it was amazing and then in turn we'd sing or I'd learn a poem from, you know, they're from Arabic. It, it was very much different. I guess the, what I'm trying to get at is, is the difference between, you know, even before COVID to now. Why are we so sensitive now? It's yeah. hard. It's hard for, it's hard. Yeah. It's hard for all of us. Um, and I'm glad to get that out of my system, how I felt about that. Thanks for letting me go on and on and on and on. <laughs> well, no, it's, it's there's so many different aspects of that whole conversation. You you can go with the wokeness, you can go with the educational differences between the Catholic and the public board. Yeah, you know? of course. But you yeah. can't expect to have uh, Catholic traditions being respected totally in the public board, right? Because it's, it's that's why there is two boards. That's why um, there's two boards. Yeah, and I don't want my children learning about religion in school because I think it's all just. Catholicism is great. There's a lot of sects of Catholicism that I know about, we know about, but it's one. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want my children only learning about the Catholic Church. Mm-hmm. So for me, I want to teach them about religion. This is just a personal choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want my kids going to to church at school. But um, it's you have one to understand. Side. We have to understand that that's where Christmas comes from, and that's that why it's I not going to be that. why it's not going to be taught at the public board and respected at the public board because they don't have to do any of that. Right, they but really it was don't. at one time. But, right. So why the change now? This is where this because they it can was like that. Yeah, it's true. So let me ask you something: yeah. When you came here yep. as an immigrant. Yep. How was the transition for holidays for you? How did it make you feel? Halloween, I just didn't understand personally. And again, not a holiday, but it's just one of the things that you're <laughs> you're, you're talking about. So I forgot to tie that in. Um, ha- Halloween was just, and I kind of saw it where I, where I came from because I went through a couple different countries and I lived in different countries, and mm-hmm. I understand that it, what it was, you know. But I didn't get that. Um, went to Catholic school right away too, so everything was. The same, you know, um, mm-hmm. traditions, you know, same. Um, yeah, no, it's not. Like, not did you not celebrate here. Christmas like we do? Oh, yeah, well, exactly the okay. same. Yep, exactly the same. Yeah, the only thing that was different was, um, the, the whole Halloween thing. Um, 
Thanksgiving. Oh, <laughs> nope, no Thanksgiving. That was new because only we don't give thanks. We we right. we do other things. Uh, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is a North American thing. Um, mm-hmm. Valentine's Day again, St. Patrick's Day, not a not a real thing around the world. Um, again, only North American thing. Mm-hmm. So and we know, obviously we know why. <laughs> uh, yeah, business. Yeah, it's all money Looking related. Money. Uh, yeah, it's all money related. Uh, but yeah, no, Christmas was the main one, um, and we didn't carry over any other traditions because they were um, nobody else did them here. So like, we wouldn't celebrate our Independence Day because it was in May. <laughs> so why, why, why would we? Why would we celebrate that here? Because nobody else did. So, they, but the government encouraged you to. They told you to come here and, and celebrate your traditions. They told well, you to come here and be who who you are. Right, but we we were. didn't find the need to do that because it's not, not a giant thing. It's like I'm going to be celebrating Poland's Independence Day in, in May when when mm-hmm. you know like we celebrate Cinco de Mayo again. That's that's a business thing. Yeah, that they should be celebrating that there. It's one of yeah. those things, um, like you know, like Fourth of July. That's a U.S. thing. We shouldn't. We don't celebrate that here. We have Canada Day, so, stuff like that. We didn't bring over because mm-hmm. we weren't there anymore. So it made no right. sense to to celebrate that here. Uh, yeah. That's besides that, everything else was kind of similar. So we, I had to learn what Thanksgiving was and why mm-hmm. and all that stuff. We we didn't still didn't celebrate that. I think I think my first Thanksgiving actually celebrated was uh, with my at that time girlfriend now wife when we first got together. Mm. That was the first time. I was already in my twenties. Is she Canadian? Yeah, born here. Yep. Yeah. yeah family background's Italian though, but um, they they added their holiday. They just added things to celebrate Thanksgiving, and that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yes. They, yeah, go for it, and that's how I learned. Um, to celebrate Thanksgiving, what goes with it? I, I knew what what it was before then, but mm-hmm. I actually got to celebrate it when we first got together. So right, uh, just that's just kind of how it should work. I think um, you learn as you go. You don't have to. Like I don't have to look at Halloween and be like, hell yeah, ghosts. No, like I, <laughs> but I see why it works for the kids and how it's a business. Mm-hmm. So I play along with it because I want the fucking candy, uh, like. Uh, it's true like uh stupid uh valentine's day it's a business thing i don't understand it way back when when i got it i'm like what the fuck is this shit but uh (laughs) now now i understand it's a it's a business holiday that's what it is st patrick's day i didn't understand it way back when it's based on something from another country but again it's a business day yeah it's again as an immigrant you have to realize you're going in blind into something. You're going to another country that you know you you don't know much about, it and you're learning as you go. You gotta make lots of mistakes. You're learning mm-hmm. on the job, basically, right. as you go through life. So, a lot of people from here don't realize that. Mm-hmm. Like you, yeah. you have to go to another country, another country to experience it. And it's not, I'm not talking about driving over to Detroit, to the United States, to experience all their things they do. No. Going completely to another <laughs> world and experience how their traditions work and do. And then you maybe understand the differences between cultures and acceptance and all that other cool stuff. And no, if you went to Mexico, they would not accept you there. They would not. You'd probably be in jail after half the shit that you do. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it, the world yeah. is not like that. There are nice countries out there, but they still yeah, wouldn't accept your shit. No, they have different rules and different uh, exactly. regulations and stuff, and that's okay. And they're that's not fine. as woke. They're not as woke. They're just they're. And th- th- that's the thing that we kind of get away from. They're proud of their heritage, mm-hmm. and they enforce it. Yeah. People here are proud of their heritage, but they're like, yeah, but whatever. Oh, we can't offend you. You know, no, that's 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 the problem. You be proud of you. We'll be proud of us. We'll live together. Don't be woke about it. That's the, I think everybody's so scared because if you go and be proud of yourself somewhere else, they'll still that's cool. They'll just be proud of themselves too. Like I can go back home where I was born, and they'll be they're super proud of themselves. And hell yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to take any shit from me. But like, oh yeah, but in Canada, right. I'm like fuck, you're not there right now. <laughs> yes, this is here. We're celebrating this here. That's happening here. And uh, yeah, it's great that you do this. Good for you. Fantastic. Glad you're happy. But right now we're here and we're celebrating this. Right. And then that's the way I wish it were here. (laughs) Yeah. But then again, you're talking about a country that's that's so new and and so diverse and the government's so all over the place that it's hard to to have actual traditions. Traditions here don't go that far back. Like no, they don't. My You're traditions right. way back home go back thousands of years. Yes. yes so I here it's only sure. uh, you know not that far. Like remember all the yeah. Christmas music like here and the Halloween stuff we celebrate, not that far, not that long ago. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's the, that's the major differences between what's happening in the world and what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Well, this is a good good show. Episode sixteen. Woo-hoo. Yes. Hope everybody has a good uh, new year. Yeah, me too. I hope so. I um, found a gift card that I won um, a long time ago for nice. a local charcuterie place in the city. And oh, I reached out yeah. and I said, hey, found a gift card. Are you closed uh, your your orders for New Year's Eve? And she said, no. So I'm excited that I don't have to cook anything and my husband and I are getting a charcuterie board and probably watching movies and playing games on Ooh, New Year's Eve. What do you do you guys do anything? Fantastic. Yeah. Um yeah, kind of is very <laughs> similar. Uh we usually do like um a fun theme and I, I talk about this at work with uh, some of my friends cuz we're, we're all foodies and every New Year's we have a theme of what we do. We usually go to one we we bring home one thing or we make something specific. And I think this year is going to be appetizers. Mm. And it's our theme of food for the entire day to the entire day uh, or whatever. Uh, we start our having fun for New Year's, our games, like watch movies and ha- play games and stuff like that. Um, we, we just all we just eat appetizers all day. That's like going to be like fun. Fing- it- finger food. Yeah. Do you have like friends and family over? Just the four of you? Just us and whatever family wants to come over. I don't pressure nice. anybody into anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever. Um but since we're talking about food, you know, and I've been obsessed with them from the for a while now because I think I, you introduced me to them. Uh, Zuli eats. Oh yeah. Oh, I just I, I had a, <laughs> a, a a beef. Uh, yep. A meat pie uh, mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. Fantastic. I had a chicken one day before mm-hmm. yesterday. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, Zuli's food is great. Really, yes. really good. 
She makes I, like really nice soups too lately and um all her food's good. I'm actually gonna go there today and get a gift card. Fantastic. Like great somebody. local business. Like they're just fantastic. They follow me on TikTok, which I'm like, why? But, <laughs> but they do. <laughs> um and they're so delicious and they're going strong and we, we gotta support them. And and I, the funny thing is I'm not even the one that uh went there and got all this stuff and aren't even hooked on them. So my wife is. So she's oh like, really? Yeah, because I told her about it. She's like, "Oh, that sounds good." And we like to try different food all the time. And she's yeah, like, oh, I'll go check it out. And then she went there on her own and picked some up, some stuff up the other day. I'm like, "Hell yeah, yeah!" Good thinking. Awesome. It's such a great family. You should you should um, try and go in there one day just to connect because there's all of them are yeah. so such wonderful people. They're kind, and that's the grit and the grime that they go through in the um industry is i can't even imagine and they just do it with grace and passion mm -hmm. and compassion and um that's what's going to make them go far is the fact that they have each other yes. she's got a really good team and really good fucking food yes so, shout out to zuli and her eats for sure yeah i first time i actually Introduced myself at the uh, LaSalle market earlier this year. I had my show okay. show shirt on with, you know, the Sunday Night Army gear. And I was mm -hmm. running a booth for uh, the other business. Mm -hmm. And I went up, introduced myself. They were insanely nice. I yeah. think I was there for like 15, 20 minutes trying to get the the uh, tap to work. But I was just like, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm here. I just, let's just round this up. I'm just, I'll get more food. And uh, they were mm -hmm. super nice. They're great. And uh, they're everywhere, but yeah, check out, check them out. They're, it's a fun experience. You got to do local stuff like this. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. For sure. Mm -hmm. Cool. All Episode right, well, 16. Good times. Yes. Yes. It's been a good show. It's been a good year. I want to thank you for everything throughout the last two years. And I'm pretty sure the next few years because you're not getting rid of me. Um, but Yeah. Happy holidays to you and your family, and I will talk to you in the new year, my friend. For sure. Happy holidays to you, and we will be back in the new year. And if everybody should just hit up the socials, like, follow, subscribe. Make sure you share the show. Uh, you know, it, it, it is our uh, second show that we do. We do on it individually. Mm -hmm. This is our show together. Uh, let's get the word out because uh, I think this is something locally that's needed. We need conversation, and, you know, no, no, there's no hate, but there's a lot of uh, comments and there's a lot of things that we need to talk about. And this is what we're here for. So, yeah, like, follow, subscribe, tell your friends, you know, make this the biggest show in the YQG. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> Cheers. No awards. Have a good one.